The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And folks, good afternoon. Here I am. It's uh, John DePietro at, well, it's 106 on this Friday. And you're listening to The John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2 o'clock. And again, there's no Governor Mundo press briefing uh, this afternoon. Those are now just once a week, although you don't. No, I'm hearing that they could come back in a more um, more permanent uh, status or I, I shouldn't say permanent. They, they may go back to twice a week is what I'm hearing if the numbers in Rhode Island continue to tick up. But um, but for now, they're just uh, Wednesdays. So we have a full hour to go here on this uh, on this Friday afternoon as we were. It's Friday. It is July 17th. It's supposed to be a very, very nice, warm weekend. And this portion of the program is brought to you by Kay's. You know, Case has been so fantastic during this whole time. And what I really respect about what they've done with uh, David and John and everybody there is they have shifted. They had to shift folks. They had to immediately go into um, suddenly they had to just rely on takeout. But um, stop in at Case. You can either eat outside. They have uh, some inside dining and especially Boy, the seafood salad sandwich is absolutely terrific. And they have shrimp and scallops, crab meat, tossed in mayo. Uh, really, really great. So uh, K's and whether it's the sausage and peppers, remember, you can call K's. My friend uh, David, who's just so fantastic, 762-9675, 762-9675. Stop by K's. Always delicious food. And they will be uh, glad to see you. We're going to have a special guest uh, coming up, folks, just a moment, just because of all of this talk about defunding the police. But I'll tell you, that story out of New York where that dirtbag that punched the police chief was let out on bail, absolutely disgraceful, completely disgraceful, uh, let out on bail, no bail. How is someone like that allowed to go free? That's how brazen they are. You know the story I saw, folks, that I, I like, and that is the fact that that Bubba Watson was booed at NASCAR and then cheered after he crashed. Good. He's a fraud. I also want to once again remind you, if you visit the website, depetro.com, you're going to see some uh, great stories, exclusive stories that we have there, whether it be the Trump store in North Providence that was attacked or the fact Rhode Island leads the nation How about that? 32% of the population at the ACI, Governor Mundo has let out of prison. Now, they're saying it's because of COVID, and that could be partly the reason. But you also have, um, I think it was also motivated by the fact that they know that they were taken advantage of by the the correctional officers. And the fact that they were just gouging the state with overtime, ridiculous amounts of overtime. Do you know there were some correctional officers at the ACI who they were making over 200,000 in overtime. I mean, that's just that's just how much they were absolutely gouging it. They were uh, on a salary of say 70,000, $65,000. And then obviously they you know, they make some overtime, but they were actually gouging the state for 200,000 in overtime. I mean, complete ripoff. The other news today so Mayor de Blasio is saying he's unhappy that the, the alleged this punk dirtbag punched the New York City Police Department chief punched and was then released without bail. And the mayor, well, I'm unhappy about that. Bronx man accused of punching Terrence Monahan and two other officers during a protest on the Brooklyn Bridge released without bail. How is that possible? Quarren Campbell, 25 years old. Allegedly socked Monahan several times in the face as the highest ranking uniform cop tried to arrest him after he punched another officer and lieutenant near Manhattan and they approached the bridge on Wednesday. It was arraigned or assault charges and granted supervised release. How is that possible? Folks, that just shows you just how out of control New York has become. New York City, that de Blasio, you know, is absolutely ruined it. Now, there's also... The COVID situation around the country, folks, it's very, very serious right now. 
Uh, I'm looking at some of the headlines. Virus prompts drastic measures. Death toll sets records. 18 states are in the red zone. Military medics deployed in California and Texas. USA, 77,000 infections in 24 hours. How is this affecting President Trump? 64% in a poll distrust the president of the pandemic. And folks, other news on this Friday, and this is big, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren is emerging to be Biden's VP. Elizabeth Warren could be the vice presidential candidate with Joe Biden. If Elizabeth Warren, the fake Indian, if, if in fact, if she is chosen, folks, all of this helps President Trump with his reelection. It does dramatically, as a matter of fact, because I know of many people, any logical person would say they're not voting if it's Biden and Elizabeth Warren. So, folks, keep your fingers crossed. People thought it was going to be Camilla Harris. Others thought it was going to be maybe Susan Rice, myself included. Many people were thinking that he would have to choose a woman of color. But if Joe Biden, the former vice president, if he emerges from the basement and chooses Elizabeth Warren to be his VP candidate, that is very good for four more years of President Trump. So that would be uh, terrific. So, um. Kellyanne Conway won't say if Trump is sending Barron back to the classroom. That's interesting. Next two weeks, critical for California. California is also bad. Infections on rise in kids and teens with schools approaching. And today is the deadline that the schools are supposed to be submitting their plans for back to school with uh, the Rhode Island Department of Education and Governor Armando. I, um, as I've been telling you, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone knows exactly what's going to happen yet. But people are people are fearful. People are cautious. Um, It's one thing that adults decide to put themselves at risk and adults do every day. Life is filled with risk. However, when it comes to a child, it's a it's a different equation. And I, I think a lot of parents are, are going to be very, very cautious about it. Folks, joining us right now, he is the CEO of Secure Tactical, largest appliant weapon storage unit to the U.S. military. And it's our friend Tom Kubiak. Good afternoon, Tom. Thank you for joining us on the John DePietro Show. How you doing, John? How's your day going? You know, my day is uh, going well, Tom, other than I, I got to admit, I am frustrated when I see a, a headline like the uh, dirt bag that punched the police chief in New York City is uh, punched him in the face, attacking other officers is just released on bail. It's just another indication, Tom, the defund the police, uh, the assault on the police. This is another example, Tom, where people have to step up and protect themselves and their families. Absolutely. It's, uh, and you're seeing it in, in gun sales and in uh, what people are doing now. A lot of people for the first time are realizing that it's up to them. You know, personal safety and security is at an individual level, which really is what the four, when they wrote the Constitution and gave us the rights, that was the belief that it's up to the individual to handle their personal safety and their security. And Tom, we really saw it. With that couple in St. Louis, here you had, you know, the uh, husband and wife that are both attorneys, but police weren't coming. They had 300 of an angry mob that were threatening to burn down their house. They were going to harm them, kill their dog. They, they had to act fast. I think that was a turning point because then people realized because you saw that angry mob of uh, protesters and Antifa. They kept walking down the street after they broke into that private uh, neighborhood. They were not about to challenge the husband and wife where he had the AR-15 and she had the 9mm. Correct. Absolutely. And ultimately, I think they win. I think this goes away. Um, and I think that image and this story is if the, if the Democrat Party doesn't get this under control, you're going to see a significant decline in that party because I don't care where you fall on the political line. Everybody who owns a home 
believes that to be their safe place. And, you know, they're going to prosecute people for guaranteeing their own personal safety. So the law says now you're supposed to allow a crowd to kill you. I don't, I don't see that playing out. I just can't imagine that that could happen in this country. Now, Tom, you guide people. As CEO of Secure Tactical, you guide people as to what type of weapons they could have to protect their themselves, their family, their employees, and also on home defense. Could you touch on that a little bit? Yes. I, you know, if you look at a home defense, you know, I, we just published the article, The Last Line of Defense, which is your home. No matter where you are in the world, the fight has to stop at your door. So if you look at the outside of your home, don't make your home an easy target. If it's thieves, they look for the easy target. If it's a mob, you've just got to be ready. But low shrubs, well-lit, camera at the door. They'll turn away most people. In your home, when you're looking at home defense, you know, we sell our fast access gun safes. There's a lot of products on the market. We have articles on decentralized storage. Store guns where it makes sense. A big safe in the basement is useless. Small safes located in the front hall closet, kitchen pantry, small safe in your den, one or two firearms in your master bedroom, bulk of your collection should be in a guest bedroom closet in secure gun cabinets. These never look there. If somebody does break into your house at night, the other piece of security I'll share with your listeners, if you're armed, stay put. If you're in your bedroom, if it's just you and the wife, wife goes in, if there's a master bathroom off your bedroom, if you've got a closet, she goes in there, calls 911, you get behind your bed, put your bed between you and the door, and you wait. Let the fight come to you. Do not you know, The strategy of going out saying, I'm going to find out who's in my house and take care of them, you're walking into unknown situations. When you're hunkered down, your bed is your shield, get your, maybe your shoulders up on your bed. I've got, I use a rifle or a shotgun, barrels pointed at the door, finger ready on a surefire light mounted on the barrel so I can light this guy up if anybody comes in. I'm in control. It's my decision. Somebody comes through that door, they have to expose themselves to get to me. And I'm in complete control of whether I end it or choose not to. It's, it's, you know, it's just the safest way to go. So I encourage everybody, find your safe spots, hunker down. Let the, if, if it's happening, let the fight come to you. Don't, don't venture out into an unknown situation. Lights on or off in the bedroom? Lights off. Oh, off. everything we, I mean... Our products, what we teach is everything is you should be able to open up your gun safe or gun cat, however you're securing a gun, in the dark, in the, in silent. We tell everybody when you use our product, or there's a lot of good products, every night before you go to bed for the first two weeks, reach down quietly, calmly, open the lock by touch, open the door, pull out the gun, put it back, close it back up, and then do it every week and never stop doing that. So in the event of a crisis, things go from zero to 60 really fast it could be chaotic it could be loud it could be confusing you'll have the muscle memory and experience to reach down calmly you're going to open that door up you're going to arm yourself and within three seconds you'll be on one knee behind your bed muzzle at the door and it can it, it, it can work really really well if it's practiced and tom what i like is you, you're not saying take your weapon and now start to patrol and leave the bedroom and no. go downstairs to find the intruder no, this is not an offensive situation. This is a defensive situation. And look, at any in any military conflict, when you're trying to take a hill, trying to take a fortified position, they accept the loss rate of you know two to three to one because they know taking a, a secured position is much harder. The advantage is, is the people who are hunkered down. When you're in one place with your gun pointed at where the threat will come from, you're at a much greater advantage. Mm. You know, um, folks, again, we're speaking with Tom uh, Kubiak, who is the CEO of Secure Tactical. Tom, I want to go back to that couple in St. Louis. Uh, You know, when you have 300 people, uh, he's standing there with the AR-15. They did not rush him. They they backed off and then they just moved on down, you know, to do another house. They eventually did, by the way, um, assault someone. But they did not assault that couple, and they did not go up. And now he did not even point that AR-15 at them. It, just as you say, that acted as the deterrent towards the mob. Yeah, a mob mentality is funny because they're a mob, and it's a mob mentality. Yep. Until you're before a man with a rifle or a woman with a rifle or a handgun, that, 
there may be a mob, but one of them has to be the first guy to approach. You know, somebody's going to get shot first if they rush him. Right. And remember, the the mob is mob mentality, but at the individual level, nobody wants to get hurt. No. At the, end of, at the individual level, they are all cowards because when they're alone by themselves, they will not fight for what they believe is justice. That's right. They will only fight in a form of chaos or riots when there's 300 and they and and they can blend in. It's just it's pure cowardism. Tom, do you also, before I let you go, do you yeah. find is our our imagination or you know the whole business of COVID? And there's an unknown, there's a fear, people have been locked down, people are unsure about the future. We, we are seeing more people kind of crack a little bit and acting odd and, you know, people flying off the handle over being told to put on a mask and, and all this other stuff. Is that, are you, you know, seeing that this is... When you have an unusual situation of let's let's face it, we have been. This is unusual. People in lockdown, stay-at-home orders, everything else. People, this is another reason to be protected because people have been acting. Would you agree? Kind of, you know, a little strangely. Every every statistic has moved up from suicide to home violence to, home, to everything. Yeah, pe- people. When you force people into an, into a strange and unknown situation. They stress. Now, one of the things that's fascinating, I just finished writing an article on, is gun buying. If you look at who's buying guns right now, it's Democrats, it's liberals. Wow. If you look, Delaware has the lowest gun ownership as a percentage of population of any state in the country, and they're setting all time records for gun sales. Ammo.com, their data shows that ammunition was purchased over the last three months shipped to states that voted for Hillary Clinton over Donald Trump by over two to one. I think the Second Amendment is going to become safer. A lot of people who six months ago were fighting for gun confiscation and gun control, it appears that a lot of them are the ones buying their first firearm because all of a sudden, you know, their belief was the government is the only group that can provide security. Get the guns off the street and the government will do it. Well, the government just said, we're taking away your law enforcement. Mm. We're taking away your security. Oh, by the way, these thugs, we're not even going to try to stop them. I think this is a turning point for the Second Amendment. I think it's a turning point against, ultimately against this uh, crazy liberal movement. I think this thing's going to eventually implode. I think you're right. Tom, how can people uh, go to your website and uh, learn more about you and learn more about Secure Tactical? It's securitgunstorage.com. They can just Google the word secure it, secure it together, and uh, everything that we do comes right up. Tom, you make a lot of sense. Uh, You have great advice. Uh, Great to talk to you. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you again. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. All right, folks, there it is. And again, uh, good afternoon. It's 124 on this Friday. That's another reason I'm going to mention once again. uh, You know, I don't know how many times, folks, we're trying to tell you. You need to visit Competition Shooting Supplies. I don't know how else to convince you. Stop it and see John Francis. That's what he does. We're so lucky that we have John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's the last exit off of 95 before you hit Massachusetts. You go past the Attleboro train station. You can call them Competition Shooting Supplies, 727-1716. Rifles, firearms, pistols, handguns. Ammunition, accessories, ammo, plus he could take you through the process, how you could obtain a firearm, protect yourself, protect your family. They want to defund the police. They want to take, you know, burn the cities, destroy homes. Uh, Already, you know, the interview, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this Friday. We spoke, if you go to my website, DePietro.com, see the interview I did with the leader of Black Lives Matter, they are already saying, that if President Trump is reelected, they are going to just, the state, they're going to burn it down. They want to burn down your house. They want to burn down your business. There's going to be massive looting. If I, and then you have to decide, are you going to let the mob take on you? Or are they going to get scared off and go on to the next home or business? Stop it and see John Francis Competition Shooting Supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. He is so terrific. We're going to have him uh, on the program next week. Hey, folks, also just a reminder, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open on this Friday. Why not stop in and see them? Look for them on Facebook right around the corner 
from Cello's at Silver Spring Street in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook. Ron and Melissa, delicious calzones, free coffee for police and military, and of course, all that delicious Trump pastry. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Also, this weekend, why not take a ride? Rhode Island's number one garden center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook, right off of Route 4, right across from where Alley's Donuts used to be. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, remember, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, exclusive storage. Get in touch with me that way. Right now, it's 127. We're going to take a short break and a lot more ahead. Stay tuned right here, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. A lot more ahead right here on the John DePetro Show. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, JKL is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call JKL Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. JKL, they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none. Whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call JKL Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at JKL, 401 351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. JKL 401-351-7600. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. At It's My Health at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products, 
for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. And it's time for our legal segment with uh, Rhode Island uh, top attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to start off. Boston Globe had a story that uh, coming up next week, and this is one of those uh, stories that you had predicted that this money laundering uh, trial regarding Jeff Britt, political operative, uh, working with Speaker Mattiello, you had predicted that it would not go to trial. And um, Ed Fitzpatrick of the Boston Globe did the story, is now reporting that um, next Wednesday they have a, uh, a pre-trial conference, but he's going to be, uh, I guess, zoomed in from uh, Mr. Britt is, is staying in Florida. If he came back, I guess he'd have to be quarantined. But there's um, certainly seems to be speculation that they could be close to some kind of a plea agreement of which this would uh, not go to trial. Does that seem to line up to to you if, in fact, uh, they do have this hearing um, scheduled for next Wednesday, I think, at 930, where uh, they're going to make sure that Mr. Britt is on the the phone call with the, the prosecutors and the judge? It, it seems like a strong possibility, John. I I've really have never thought this case would go to trial. Um, the the charges um, against Mr. Britt in, in terms of the money laundering charge, that seems a stretch. That would be the felony. Uh, as far as the technical violation of election laws, which is a misdemeanor, the statute under which he has been charged is such a Byzantine statute. You have to read it 10 times to understand it. It's poorly drafted. If he was going to do anything, he might plead to some sort of disposition. And I'm guessing I have no inside knowledge as to the election law technical violation. Um, I don't think the money laundering charge will stick. Um, Mr. Britt certainly has an interest in resolving this thing um, if he can do so on terms that will not jeopardize his future, both personally and his future as a potential political operative for candidates in the future. Um, How he disposes of this would make a big difference to him. He's not a garden variety criminal who just wants to get it over with. He's got a profession and a certain standing in the political world that he's got to protect. Um, his counsel has done a great job of putting a political specter over this whole thing. They're going to call Nick Mediello as a witness at trial, etc. Um, all of that makes for great publicity and it makes it sound like, you know, Brit's going to push back against the prosecution and make them work really hard if it goes to trial to get a conviction. Um, I think Britt is conflicted in that if he wraps the case up, now it's not an issue for the political election season. And if Britt has an interest in hurting Nick Mattiello, um, he would want this to linger to be a continuing cloud that could um, um, have adverse consequences for Mr. Mattiello as he campaigns for re-election. A trial if Britt wants a trial, it's not going to happen at least until next year under the current COVID situation. So if he wants a trial, then this sort of goes to the back burner and it's not really so much of a potent issue if if anyone wants to talk about the Mattiello uh, component. Um, I don't think this is ever going to go to trial. I think Britt will cut himself a very favorable deal before the dust settles and um, whether that happens next week remains to be seen. Um, typically or certainly, um, uh, Britt would have to be on a WebEx conference with the court if it was his intention to uh, change his plea and um, acknowledge any plea disposition that's worked out. 
Um, they're doing a, the courts are doing a lot of this uh, by video conference these days on all sorts of cases, family court cases, superior court cases, district court cases, because of the risks of having pe- too many people in a courtroom. Um, I think it's likely that if not next week, in the immediate future, this case would get resolved. Britt will take some slap on the wrist and the case would be done. Um, just the fact, Tim, that they are getting together, could this maybe be several times in front of the judge that the, the defendant would, would be on with his attorney, Robert Corrente, and the prosecutor? So it doesn't mean that maybe it would get fully wrapped up, but it, it just might mean that it's getting close to potentially striking a deal? That's that's just as likely, John. When you've got a high-profile criminal case like this, um, defense counsel has to do everything possible to chisel and chip and grind away at the elements of the state's case. Um, Bob Correnti has been subpoenaing documents, looking for further information, um, making this a very political, um, media-savvy pre-trial period where he's letting the press know exactly what he's doing, who he's subpoenaing, who he's going to call his witnesses. The media duly reports all this, which brings pressure on all sides to do something positive to get rid of this thing. It could be a few more pre-trials. It could be five or six more pre-trials. There's no telling how many times it might take to get the deal done. Um, So again, this week's a possibility for disposition could be next week, could be in three or four weeks, could be in a few months. You just don't know. Now, speaking of uh, political operatives, uh, Tim, huge news on Friday night as uh, President Trump uh, commuted the sentence of, of Roger Stone. Roger Stone uh, certainly drew a lot of attention. Uh, victory lap, interview on Hannity. Um, he, he, he didn't pardon him, but he commuted the sentence as he was about to re- report to jail. Was Roger Stone, in your mind, was he treated uh, unfairly in the legal system or with our legals? Or, in fact, um, was this an overreach by the president? I think that Roger Stone is his own worst enemy. Um, He would not comply with the gag order that the trial justice had imposed upon him, both pretrial and during the trial. Roger Stone is his own worst enemy. He loves to be photographed reenacting the Richard Nixon uh, arms race with the victory signs, which anyone who remembers when Nixon used to do that. I know Roger Stone was, as a younger man, a Nixon acolyte, but that pose and that symbolism still rubs many people who remember those events the wrong way. Roger Stone, before his trial started, attempted to tamper with um, witnesses. He did everything wrong. Um, he, if he had just kept his mouth shut and attempted to avoid interference with the pretrial process and the trial process, he might well have not been charged or found not guilty. I think that he had a very strong case on appeal to get a new trial because Clearly, the jury foreman was a visible, active, anti-Trump individual who would tweet and blog about the president in a negative way. Um, Somehow this was not picked up during the voir dire process by Roger Stone's defense counsel. However, an appeal is a wonderful thing, and he might have been granted a new trial or his appeal might have been sustained after a couple of years of him sitting in prison which wouldn't do him much good at his age um, and sending a man of his age to prison uh, with this um, coronavirus issue going on might have been very problematic for his health going forward did the president have the right to commute the sentence yes He didn't pardon him. He commuted the sentence, which means that Roger Stone remains a convicted felon. Um, Did the president do anything improper? No. The only way this could be improper is if the if the president knew that by um, commuting the sentence, he would keep Roger Stone from testifying or giving evidence in a manner that Stone would have information that could criminally implicate the president in any of Stone's conduct. 
it doesn't appear there's any such linkage between Stone's conduct and implicating the president in any way. The anti-Trump forces are attempting to spin this, that the president uh, commuted the sentence in a way that would protect the president from his own potential criminal exposure. That's a real far stretch, and I don't think the facts support that conclusion. Certainly, it's a political spin, which the media duly reports, but I don't think it can be backed up. Um, Roger Stone could actually, while his sentence has been commuted, he could still pursue an appeal in an effort to clear his name um, and attempt to still poke the system in the eye. Um, I think he would be better served to not pursue his appeal, to take the gift of this commutation of his sentence and just sort of keep a lower profile going forward for a bit. Um, again, he's his own worst enemy. It's unbelievable, yeah. his conduct. It was so ill-advised. I don't know who he's listening to, if anybody, but um, he's very fortunate that the president commuted his sentence. Folks, uh, you're listening to the John DePietro Show with us, Attorney Tim Dodd. Coming up, a lot more, plus we're going to talk about it. Boy, that uh, high-profile firing of uh, Nick Cannon and... Um, and also, George Floyd's family going to go after Sid in Minneapolis. It's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. They have a great Facebook page. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home, the side of your home, on your pavement, on your patio. Maybe it's on the basketball court. Bethel Certified Soft Wash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property with Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew. And maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash. Especially now, we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585. Find them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. It's going to make your property, your home, your deck, your walkway, any outdoor surface. He can get rid of it as far as the algae, mildew, gets rid of it with a very safe solution. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Hi, Steve here, owner of Water Filter Company. Do you know what my customers are not doing today? They're not standing in lines to get into stores to buy bottled water. And they didn't have to scramble to get it either when all this first started. They enjoy all the safe, clean water they want, not during just this crisis, but all year long. Don't you think it's time you did too? So as you're standing in line waiting... How about you give my company a call? Call Water Filter Company at 294-2400. 294-2400. A Rhode Island family business since 1986. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call today. Free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401-353-9300. Folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call. Free consultation, 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance, business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise how about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also, this time of year, make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis or an RV, an off-road vehicle. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353 401 
800-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401-353-9300. Look for them on Facebook and their website is aemazika.com. You're listening to the John DeVito Show. With us is Rhode Island top attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, Nick Cannon is someone he's had a, uh, he was a singer and then he switched over more to entertainment. He was host of a television show. He also is on the radio out in uh, Los Angeles, and he has a syndicated show. He's um, he he uh, was doing he was doing a uh, podcast. Apparently, I was unfamiliar with his podcast, but so he has all these different vehicles, and in one of them, he's interviewing this person who's former rapper with uh, Public Enemy, I believe, and they both start talking about. Um, obviously very anti-Semitic remarks um, regarding the power of Jewish people and um, the difference between white people and black people and Jewish people anyway Viacom that that owns the the program he's on fires him and he's now trying to say that it was racist that he was fired and almost trying to make an argument that he has and I hear these people about what about his freedom of speech and people often get confused about the element of freedom of speech and you're, you're an employee of uh, Viacom in this situation where, you know, when you say outrageous anti-Semitic things, you, you can't fall under the protection of freedom of speech. Well, Nick, Nick Cannon has once again exposed himself to be a total idiot. I mean, yeah. his conduct is remarkably foolish. His inability presumably to understand what he has done, um, I guess, isn't surprising. Um, maybe he does know exactly what he's doing, and he's got people trying to spin this thing that he's he's now they're saying he's entitled to an apology from Viacom, which is quite astonishing. To give it a little bit more context, Nick Cannon was speaking with some other um unsophisticated, unintelligent guy who calls himself Professor Griff, who used to be a member of the rap group um, Public Enemy. Now, this Professor Griff um, has said before that uh, Jews are wicked, Jews are evil, and he has the facts to prove it. Um, Both uh, Professor Griff and Nick Cannon were quoting... um, Louis Farrakhan, virulent, anti-Semitic, um, racist. He's, he's loved and admired in some quarters, but he's reviled in other quarters as the reverend. But during this particular podcast, Griff was saying that, um, you know, these evil Jews, they control the music industry. Um, and Nick Cannon, rather than saying, you know, let's go easy on saying such things, saying, no, no, keep going. You're speaking facts. You're speaking facts. So, Viacom gets wind of this, is duly uh, outraged by these anti-Semitic comments. Um, Nick Cannon also goes on during the same podcast to um, suggest that uh, Caucasian people are threatened by the um, black race because the black race has more melanin in their skin and melanin is the key to everything. I mean, if you listen to his comments, um, they're almost impossible to follow. They make very little sense. Um, But he and this guy Griff are in there speaking as if they're uh, conveying absolute fact. So Viacom fires him. He then reaches out to Sherry Redstone, who runs um, Viacom, saying he, he tried to reconcile with her. And he said, quote, if I said anything that pained or hurt her or her community, then I apologize. So if I said anything that pained her or hurt her, he's not saying I did it, I acknowledge it, I know it's wrong. He's not even owning it. He's saying, if I said something that offended someone, then I apologize. So that's not really an apology. Um, 
He then goes on to say that his firing was wrong because he was not afforded due process. <laughs> I mean, due process is something that you're entitled to in the criminal world if you are prosecuted. If he says something so outrageous and he is terminated, um, he can challenge his termination. He can sue Viacom claiming unlawful termination, violation of an employment contract or anything else. But to, to say that it's a due process issue kind of misses the point, which is kind of not surprising based upon the totality of things that this guy has said. Um, remember, this by point of comparison, when um, Don Imus got fired for saying um, uh, racially insensitive things. Yeah, he, 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 women's basketball team. Yes, and he challenged this termination and he relied on his contract uh, in part that, you know, he's a shock jock, if you will, and part saying outrageous things was part of his shtick. And ultimately, he got reinstated. He was compensated based upon his contract. Now, Nick Cannon might have a similar cause of action to bring of it against Viacom. But um, to say this was racially motivated and that's why they terminated him um, it is either being so unaware of what you've been doing and how offensive it is. Or he's simply not a self-aware guy. Um, I've got to believe that he's surrounded by people who are kind of coaching him at this point to try to salvage. Folks, we're speaking with uh, attorney Tim Dodd. We're going to have a lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401 710 Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I like to tell the story. I don't mind. But one morning, I went up to uh, get up to use the dryer and just had done a wash, and suddenly it wouldn't work. Now, did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401-710-7096. We made an appointment. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be there at, at 9 o'clock at 5 of 9. A truck appeared in my driveway. It said Ryan's Appliance Repair. He came right in, fixed the driver. Uh, dryer, excuse me, within five minutes. And then I think it was about two weeks later, I went to make a microwave popcorn and then suddenly the microwave wouldn't work. So what did I do? I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401-710-7096. And then one time, even the oven wasn't working. And again, who did I call? You get the gist of the story. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Now, Ryan offers a senior citizen's discount. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. And he'll also do a Saturday appointment. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, you know who to call. Call Ryan, 401 710-7096. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at Innovest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position Position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Johnson Propane. Folks, stop in and see Phil Johnson. You can call him at 621-8129, located 904 Manton Avenue Province. Now, right in front of Stop and Shop next to Wendy's, they're open seven days a week for all your propane needs. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled, plus they have tanks and supplies. Here's the thing with Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Now, most of the time, if you bring it somewhere, they swap it out and they charge you 22 bucks. Not with Johnson Propane. Phil will refill that Blue Rhino tank 
for just $15. They're open seven days a week, right next door to Wendy's. Credit cards accepted, nine to seven each day. Stop in and see Phil, and he never runs out. He's always backed up. Since 1971, you can depend. Johnson Propane. Bring in your propane tanks. Call him 621-8129. Better yet, stop in and see him. 904 Manton Avenue of Providence. Right in front of the stop and shop. The guy is a legend. And right next door to Wendy's, it's Johnson Propane. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now. Providence and North of Providence, I want you to try the 99.9 FM, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says listen live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that on the dashboard at the website, you'll see where it says radio show. If you ever miss any part of the show... You just click on radio show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 409-6028. Yankee Tree Service. YankeeTreeService.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006. And also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today. 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning. Emergency service, bucket trucket service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 